What a vacation Costa Rica was. Hey. Hey. Look who's back. Welcome back, Josh. It's me. Thank you. I missed you guys. It's you. It, yeah. yeah. We know it's you. <laughs> There's like hundreds of hours of recording of all of us acknowledging each other. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. You sound so refreshed. I am. It was such a good vacation. And, you know, for years... I have been wanting to do this at the end of a vacation, and every time I have failed to do it is to leave a buffer day. A oh, buffer day. super smart. Yeah, because every time I'm like, oh, well, I'll you know go back to Boston for Christmas and New Year's, and I will take a flight that gets in at 9 p.m., and I got to be back at work the next morning. Like, every time I regret it. Why do you, why do you do that? Dude, you're exactly like my dad. He'll go to India and come back like six hours before he goes to work. And I'm like, what are you doing? Bad idea. There were people at Amazon who would get off the flight from their vacations, like their like legit vacations they finally took, and they would take the light rail directly into work. Like with their Hawaiian shirt? Yeah, what, whatever they had on, they would just start working as quickly as possible. Wow. I myself brought luggage into the office multiple times from the airport. I've done that before. Mm. That's nuts. Disturbing. But yeah, didn't do it. Not this time. Not this time, baby. Yeah, I got back uh, about midnight last night. And uh, today, which is Sunday, is kind of my buffer day. Go back to work tomorrow. That's nice. I'm, uh, I don't know. This, this day is so important because I'm going to do some laundry. I'm going to clean up my apartment. I'm going to do like get everything all nice and ready and get a relaxing day on the books and then go back to work. Dude, you'll start the week caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's big. That's awesome, Josh. That was the best part of this Costa Rican vacation. <laughs> okay, so that wasn't the best part. That is just like, that's the part I'm living right now. Right now I'm living the buffer day. Still living the Pura Vida. You are truly in the moment. Yeah. He's like in the moment of even the recording, I'd say. Yeah, I, I think that's that's fair to say. But I don't even know what to talk about. Like I was saying this to Mike before we started recording, that I could literally talk about this vacation for two hours. There was like this guide uh that took us on this nature hike and he was fucking unreal he was so excited. wait okay wait I, 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 hang on i know what we can talk about but i know you have two hours worth we have to start the show you're listening to instead of a hypothetical podcast with top and johnny mike bogart and me josh harrison surprised you remembered it that was good <laughs> You nailed it, dude. <laughs> That's Mike talking to you, Josh. <laughs> oh, oh, is it? Mike, if you closed your eyes, would you know if it was me or Tappen speaking? Uh, oh, God. What? Let me try. Are you, look, listen to how annoying my voice is. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that one's Tappen. <laughs> yes, it's me. Uh-huh. I'm also in the same room as you. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, now the other one talk. My name's Tappen. Oh, jeez. That's, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, you know what? It said that someone should enjoy all impressions of them. So thank you, Josh. Hey, welcome back to the show. Josh, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Um, Yeah, I mean, one of the most memorable days. So single day was February 25th. Good day. Yeah, woke up early, uh, had this... A uh, nature hike in the Monteverde Cloud Forest Reserve. Um, cloud Forest. Cloud I, I Forest? I like the sound of this. Cloud Forest, exactly. I feel like we're in a Square Enix game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
a bunch of people either didn't end up showing up or they canceled. So this uh, hike that was supposed to be with a group of like eight to ten tourists and a guide was just Kendra, myself, and one other couple. So it was Ooh. like very close to a private tour, and it was awesome. And so wow. we show up. And we had gone on a couple hikes with a couple guys, and they were all super knowledgeable. We were really impressed with the quality of tour guides in this area. But this guy was something <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Else. Stop, stop. <laughs> yes? Do you fancy yourself a tour guide aficionado? <laughs> no, but it was like all of these people were not only super knowledgeable, but uh, they... But the ones in Rome... Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I they were just so unbelievably good at spotting animals. Like they would spot something from super far away, and they all carried these like little scopes, these spotting scopes that kind of looked like telescopes. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. so cool! Wait, yeah. Did they have it in the in like a belt loop? Night vision? No, it was like on a tripod because they would set it up and then put it down and like zoom in and focus it perfectly so you could see something from like three hundred oh. feet away, like it was right in front of you. Wow. I was imagining a pirate scope. You know, oh, the one they me keep, too. Like, yeah, exactly. There's a leopard. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, they were all really uh, good at that, but they were all kind of, I, I don't know the way, this is going to make it sound more condescending to them, but they were treating it like a job, which of course it is. I thought it was their job. Didn't you just say that? Yeah. But this guy, the reason that he was different <laughs> is he was just so excited about everything. He would like hear a bird call. He heard one call and he was like, oh, this is the first bellbird that I've heard this season. And he just got like, you could oh. see his eyes light up and he was excited to see this thing and like wanted yeah. to find it to show us. You met Costa Rican Kenneth Parcel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what was his name? The actual guide. Uh, Andres. 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 Cool name. So there was one point where we were uh, kind of walking through and the cloud forest is known to have this super rare, like gorgeous bird that is literally the most gorgeous thing that I've ever heard of or seen. <laughs> isn't what? This, isn't this the plot of the movie the Up? The most gorgeous thing you've ever heard of? <laughs> this is Up. You're in what the Up. Mean? You went to Up Island. Did you see the old guy? Mm. Maybe Andres is the little kid growing up. I don't know why he would change his name, but <laughs> this is a lot like that movie. It is kind of like that. I mean, it's called the Resplendent Quetzal. Q U E T Z A L. Ooh. Whoa. Quetzal. What does resplendent mean? Really nice? Yeah. Yeah. It's the really nice Quetzal. Yeah. <laughs> and Wait, is it the same Quetzal as Quetzalcoatl? Uh I th I think that's probably where it comes from. What does Quetzal mean, bird? It's a kind of bird, yeah. All right, got it. What's Here, a coddle? I'll Google it. <laughs> uh, but like in our itinerary, it said, you know, and you might get the chance to spot this thing. And I had done some reading, and it seems like a bunch of people went and didn't get to see it. And so we're walking along, and Andres is talking about uh, how bad bird calls can actually be. And he's like, you know, I do it sometimes, but a lot of people will just like keep doing it over and over and over again. And it'll stress out the birds. And he's so respectful of nature and of all of these like creatures and the plants and the trees and everything. What a guy. And so there was one moment where we're walking along and he had done a few like light bird calls. And he's like, I do it like once just to see if I can draw them out. But if they don't show up, then I stop doing it. And it's technically not even allowed in this area. So he's like, don't tell anybody I'm doing this. So I'm sorry if I'm blowing up your spot, Andres. You and your fucking all right, first of all, animal bribers. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very detailed uh, tour we're on right now. But second, what do you mean don't tell anyone? He's yelling out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a pretty quiet trail. Like it was 
you know, there were long stretches of, you know, like two to three minutes where we wouldn't see anybody. It was just our group of... I love that. It's pretty cool. It's so nice. Yeah. Sometimes it's weird when you see the other person walking back the other way and you're like, oh, you've been here? I thought this was like my own thing for a second. (laughs) Yeah. So there was one point where we're walking along and he just like puts his arms out and he's like, everybody needs to stay perfectly still. Don't move at all because even the sound of moving your jackets will distract me and he's like listening and he puts his hand up to his ear and everything and then he uh sends out what this, a showman this very quiet call like it was i i don't remember the type of whistle that it was but it was something it was like at this volume like he wasn't was it like no it was like it was like this repeated thing like a like something like that but it was pretty quiet hip and we're all standing perfectly still for like 45 seconds as he's just like trying to do this. And then all of a sudden there's this crash in the leaves above us. And he's like, there, the Quetzal, it's right there. Oh! And it's just there right in front of us. Like, oh my God. It, it was like, I don't know, maybe only 40 feet away or something. It was so goddamn close. And then the female came out too. And there were both of them. And he's like, ah. like calling the other guides because he has this radio or something. And he's like, I want everybody to be able to see it, but I'm not calling them just yet. Let's take a look. Let's take our pictures. Let me set up the scope. So we had our own private moment with this gorgeous bird. I'll send you pictures later we can put it on instagram and it was just like the most magical thing i've ever seen holy shit wow i was wrong this isn't the movie up it's the video game pokemon snap (laughs) (laughs) it felt so much like that kendra and i were talking about that multiple times that this felt like finding pokemon wow but we liked andre so much that we had up until that point tried to keep things to no more than like two big activities a day just because we get so wiped out when you're doing things like nonstop. that's generally my rule of thumb Mm -hmm. but i say i just need to have two good thoughts a day so it's way less rigorous (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we already had a second thing but we were only in monteverde for one more night so uh for that night rather uh and we're like oh man andres is so cool and he does night walks also so I like coordinated this thing last minute. I like he gave me his WhatsApp number and he's like, "Okay, here's where you're going to go. This is the spot." And then he led us on this night hike too where we like got to see all kinds of like birds sleeping, which was cool, and a sloth like on the move, which you usually don't see, and we God saw damn, an armadillo wow. and these red-eyed <laughs> tree frogs and it was just insane. A sloth on the move. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's wild, man. That is wild. Jeez. I'm glad that he said he was willing to work a double cuz that would have sucked otherwise. Yeah, he did both, and I was texting him after, and uh, we tipped him really well because he. It sounded like he may have picked the time slot that he was working that night to, like, work with us, and so that he could bring us along. And I sent him a long thank you message on WhatsApp, and he's like, nice. "Hey man, it was my pleasure. If you're ever in Costa Rica, like, hit me up. You've got a friend here now. Like that guy was wow. awesome. You're yeah. you got a bro, dude. Yeah. Wow, nice. I'm glad you tipped him well. I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good tipper. When have you known me to not be a good tipper? No, 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 not that. I just was so nervous that you were so caught up in the majesty of everything that you forgot to tip the guy. Mm. Oh, no, no. We were very good about that. We brought, like, way too many ones, and we brought a ton of... of wait, wait, wait. <laughs> ones? Damn it, Josh. This, this is was a good tip. Yeah. He's not a <laughs> well, stripper. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, we gave him, like, 20 bucks or something like that. That's not even... Okay, you know what? I shouldn't have asked. I shouldn't have asked. Now I feel bad. Mike, what would you have tipped? It's cheap to buy a friend at Costa Rica. I'd know $20. <laughs> well, that was in the morning, and then I tipped him even more than that at night. 
But I took mm. them even more than that. Twenty five coming your so, way. That's what they all say. It's a good tip. It's a that's good a great tip. tip. Yeah, Josh. Good I'm just. I, I honestly, if it, I, it to me, it's just um, uh, if it was really like the most like magical moment of my life, uh, maybe, maybe just for me, like maybe a little over twenty. Yeah, but if you go, <laughs> you can't go too high because then there's a power dynamic, and you can't really connect on That's, a pure actually, level. You know what? You're totally right. They're yeah. more, they are more friends than they are business transactors right. now. So now it's like, hey, throw your friend twenty bucks. Hey, thanks for helping me move. Yeah, Buy yeah. Pizza. Thanks for showing me this bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The okay. the Costa Rica experts, that agency that's like right down the street from you, Tappan. Yeah, I live next to the Costa Rica experts <laughs> in Chicago. Uh, they had this really helpful guide of like all this different stuff that you need to think about and things that you should bring. And one of the things that was super helpful was here's your tipping guide for Costa Rica. So that's mm. why we brought all the ones. It's like, you know, for the bellhops, give one to $2 a bag for the uh, housekeeping staff, leave $2 a night, like all that kind of stuff. You know, what would be nice. really fucking incredible. Josh, I'm guessing you have an instead of, right? I do. It's not related <laughs> to anything I've talked about so far though. What the fuck, man? Okay. Anyway, that doesn't, that doesn't matter. I was a good story. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have reacted like that. I yeah. apologize. Uh, but what I was going to say is, you know, it'd be really great. What's that? Is if it sounds like these Costa Rica experts, if you ask me, they're setting the prices. Oh, oh yeah. No one asked if these guys wanted $1 or $2, right? I don't know why Costa Rica experts is involved in this. Maybe they just don't think as much. Maybe huh. they're so expert in their subject, they've become superior, they think, to the very people they are studying. So they're like, one or two dollars is fine. So here's what I say. I say, you come to Chicago and you lobby hard on behalf of Andres and everyone else who works in that country who you have like clearly gained such an admiration for and you raise those fucking wages. That's what I think you should do. Okay. Good plan. Nice. nice. You're like uh, Bernie Sanders 2020, ex- um, <laughs> except like on the ground. Bernie Sanders 1967, Josh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So actually, it's it's interesting that you mentioned Bernie Sanders because that is somewhat relevant to my instead of. That's unbelievable because I took such a long way to get there. <laughs> what is his slogan? Uh, us, not me, right? Me, yeah, we, uh, we, not me. We, not me. So maybe not his slogan, but like, once, what's something that his supporters say? Um, uh, eat the rich. Uh, feel the burn. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, with an sorry. E. Right, because right. because of his name, his name. Right, yeah. So I was actually pretty good at not getting sunburned, as you know. I'm a very pale man. Oh, never this mind. This is a fucking segment. <laughs> he just triple joshed us in one segment. God damn it! What time are we at, by the way? How long Twenty minutes. This, this guide is taking for fucking ever. <laughs> I was very diligent about putting on my sunscreen so that I didn't get Stop. burned. Skip, skip, skip. <laughs> get to the next part. Okay, so here's the next part. Uh, I have been losing my hair to the point that I got sunburned on the top of my head. Beautiful. Ah, now that is a succinct, yeah. funny line. Love it. <laughs> Love it. God, I swear to God, he was going to tell us about what a scalp was in the next two minutes. <laughs> We're going to get the history of his whole hair loss, when it started, Golly. how he feels about it, yeah, what right. he's doing about it. The emotions attached. <laughs> okay. Well, I am sorry to hear that. Yeah. Sorry, dude. About your scalp What do you burn. do? Do you, can you spray it on your hair? <laughs> well, so that's my question. Like, I ended up just wearing a hat for the rest of the vacation. Mm. Uh, Backwards or forwards? Forwards. forwards. I bet it, no, because okay. I bet it's a Red Sox hat. It is a Red Sox hat. Yeah. There you go. But with a green bee 
and a little little four leaf clover on the back of it. It's oh, like a traditional red one, yeah. The St. Patrick's Day edition. Yeah, yeah. Boston Irish. Bo- <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny when you said it. But yeah, so uh, wearing a, a hat is is a good way to to combat the sun. But I went in the water sometimes and I didn't have it. And luckily, that was like towards the end of the day when the sun wasn't as harsh. But my hmm. hair isn't thin enough that I can like spread sunscreen on it. But it's clearly thin enough that I need yes, to we, we, we protect get, uh, it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Respectfully, of, yeah, yeah, we yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> With full respect, we understand the situation. Uh-huh. Uh, Mike, yeah. what do you got? I have a great idea. <laughs> so, not a hat, a swim cap. I love those. Oh, all the time. They are so good. Two benefits. You can wear it in water. Uh-huh. You're supposed to wear it in water. Yep. Right. So, it's great for that. Other benefit. When your hair falls out, keeps it in there. <laughs> Ew. You don't really lose it. You know where all Ew. your hair is. No, 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 no. I don't. You haven't lost it. I don't you know? like this You still method. have it. This is Wait. an absolutely ingenious <laughs> hair loss prevention method, I have to tell you. Yeah, you catch it in the thing. I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand, Mike. Mike, you what? know that hair loss isn't an issue because you're literally like unable to find your hair, right? Well, that's not what he's talking about. He's, he's still in the world of losing your hair. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's saying that because it remains on your scalp or around it, technically. Yeah. And because it's like Schrodinger's follicles. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sort of. Sort, sort of. of. But also, we could... That means I need to wear it always, though. That's exactly what Mike said. Yeah. We could also save the hair, like Ted Williams's head, for later when they can put it back on. They saved his head? It's frozen. Get out of here. For when they can grow him a new body or whatever. Hey, Red Sox fan, <laughs> is Ted Williams' head frozen? I don't think so. Mike, I, think I don't think is. Ted Williams' head is frozen. I'm pretty sure his head is frozen. This would be one of the most infamous stories in America, no? <laughs> it is. Ted Williams, frozen. That's the first thing that came He's up? not in the movie. What movie? Ted Williams, frozen. Oh, Mike just recoiled. This <laughs> is, yeah, these are some... Dire headlines from 2002. Headlines. Ted Williams frozen in two pieces. Head and body? Former exec. Ted Williams' corpse beheaded. Why are they so... Stop, stop, grim? stop. Okay, okay, okay. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cry- cryonics. Yeah. Okay, great. Mike, stop. Okay, get it. Uh, swim cap. Swim cap. It boils down to swim cap. Swim cap. But not like the swim... Oh, you're actually talking about like the swim cap you wear when you're swimming? Yeah. Oh shit! Okay, I thought you were talking about one of those bucket hats that you that like have a string on them. Oh, you could tr- tie around your neck. Um, those are a lot oh. more comfortable and loose fitting. It's harder to go underwater, but they do have more hair loss. So I guess it, yeah, yeah, you could lose. You know, some might slip out. So how okay. do you deal with the social element of that though? Because wearing a swim cap in public is not really socially acceptable right now. Uh, bumper stickers. <laughs> <laughs> you put them right on there. Yeah. My other head's at home. <laughs> yeah. You have fun with it. My you, other head's Ted Williams. You decorate it. <laughs> <laughs> like, your, uh, like your old uh, books at school or your trapper. You draw on it. You show your personality. Dude. Okay. It's, a, it's an icebreaker. What a flashback. Do you remember wrapping your books? Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the newspaper? What did we use? Anything. Brown. Paper? Brown paper bags, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you went to Office Max and you bought the fancy ones and they were stickers. The stretchies. You didn't even have yeah. to do the tape and the cutting mm-hmm. and the gift wrapping. Yeah, that was great. You know the worst part? Hmm. 
was like in between class when you had to go get a new book and you were pulling it out of your tiny skinny locker and it tore. Mm. Yeah. Hated that. a bad feeling. Josh, just tear some cardboard and put it on your head. Wow. Resplendent. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> like, it looks exactly like Google said. It's wearing... Oh, you already... You knew what it looked like. That's the bird, man. That's the right bird. It looks like it has a leather vest of like armor on, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. This bird is awesome. That's why they yeah. call it resplendent. Mohawk. It's huge. It's like like two, two and a half feet tall. Like that. Wait, really? Wow. Yeah. It's a big bird. Are you counting tail as part of that? I'm counting. I would guess that from like the top of its little fuzzy head through the bottom of the white tail feathers is probably about two feet. Like the those really Dang. thin ones that go down. Those go down like way out of frame. Right, right, right. Mm. But those are longer. It's like antenna yeah. on a skyscraper. That's almost as tall as the boulders I climbed yesterday. Hey, wait, I thought <laughs> you went up boulders? I thought bouldering was sideways. I went up boulders sideways. I went down boulders. What? What the hell are you talking about? But wait, before you, go you, up. Before you tell me about the boulders, <laughs> yeah. just one quick question. Sure. This bird right here, mm-hmm. when he talks to girl birds, how long do you think he says he is? To the white feathers or to the bottom of like the blue stragglers? <laughs> <laughs> You measure from the base. Yeah, well, I yeah, don't know. All the way, yeah. Does he have a base? <laughs> anyway, sorry, what you were saying? Yeah. Uh, I went bouldering yesterday. Right. Bouldering is rock climbing with no harness or ropes. Weird. It's shorter, though. Like, you don't climb so high because like, you fall. You could. It's all like indoors with mats at the bottom, right? The mats at the bottom. There's That's a, safe. There's falling. Yeah, you learn how to fall. How do you fall? You uh, bend your knees and roll over onto your butt. What do you mean? I'm not fucking Link butt. from Zelda. I don't know how to roll over upon landing. You roll backwards. You I can't even. What? You can do that. You're telling me I'm falling off a boulder. Yeah. Below me in real life, jagged rocks probably. Well, you wouldn't roll on your butt if this was in real life. Okay. You would just, you know, hopefully not fall. I don't know what happens in real life. <laughs> sounds bad. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I went with non-listener of the show, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey. Anti-shout-out. Yeah, I guess he'll never hear this. He never will hear this. Yeah. Um, One of our closest friends. Josh, do you have any of your closest friends who adamantly don't listen to Instead Of? Um, I want to say, of all the people in like my close world that mm-hmm. I really know who I've asked to listen, maybe three listen out of, I want to say, 20 to 25. Yeah. That's Not, a good ratio. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. Shout out to you three. You know who you are. <laughs> but do you have any that are like anti the show? Like you'll put the link up and you'll be like, hey, this episode is funny. And you put it in the group chat and just no response. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That totally happens. Nice. I've even told like there have been episodes where I've like mentioned my sister and talked about her a little bit. And I like send her the link and I'm like, hey, I talk about you this episode. And she goes, oh, cool. And then it's never mentioned again. <laughs> yeah, I think to those closest to us, this has lost its novelty. Yeah. Somehow it's only still fresh to the three of us, which I guess is best. <laughs> Maybe they just don't care about the fame, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They, uh, they're fine knowing us when we were nobodies. <laughs> so bouldering is when you climb on rocks. Yeah, without a harness. You said this part already. <laughs> <laughs> no more. You go sideways, you go up. Yeah, yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a blister. So look at that oh, thing. Oh, dude, that's bad, kind it's a of. blister. It's yeah. in the middle. What do you call these thirds on your finger? Knuckles. Those aren't knuckles. The Well, the, the sections between the knuckles. The sections between the knuckles. They have to have names. Metatarsals? That sounds great. 
The middle ring finger on your left hand has a big red blister on it. Yeah. Ooh. It was from uh, grabbing rocks. Yeah, I understand. You really want us to know you were around rocks. Wait, do you not wear gloves? No gloves. Chalk uh, sometimes. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so, you know, sometimes you fall, like your knees hurt the next day because you're old. Um, I thought you knew how to fall properly. (laughs) I fall great, but my knees are old. That's what I'm saying. Uh, So instead of climbing on boulders, let's make another sport with these boulders. Oh. What? What do we do with the boulders? <laughs> You're like at the dawn of man when they figured out that stone could be used for construction. <laughs> what say you, neighbors? <laughs> okay. I want to play mega baseball. Mega okay. baseball. What is that? It is a game that doesn't require a ton of athleticism, but it requires a lot of engineering prowess because... You need to make a catapult of sorts to pitch these boulders at the opposing team who needs to make some sort of contraption, like a trebuchet that is sideways type thing, to smack this ball. It's called a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to act as a bat and smack this boulder somewhere, way, way out there. I love it. You know who would be great at this? Who? The guys from Jackass. Bam. Oh, yeah. Johnny and Steve. Yeah, all Steve. Uh, all remember when they made that giant uh, hand that like <laughs> it was spring loaded. Yeah, that yeah. smacks people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a baseball bat in the shape of a hand. That's true. They could pull this off. But who would pitch to them? And how naked do we have to get? I don't want. They could get crushed in the act of hitting. So I don't know. Hmm. Well, this is such a good, dangerous, large-scale game. Yeah, let's get these guys on this. We should play in those uh, weird, like, blue-green grass hills of the Dragon Ball Z universe. <laughs> we have plenty of boulders everywhere. That's true. Fact. I feel like gravity's super low at there. Like, no, no, it'll no. go flying. No, no, no. Oh, you want to play on Namek? <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to play on Namek. Is that where Piccolo's from? Yeah, but I don't know if gravity is lower there. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, okay. uh, we're, we're doing inside baseball on this. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this sport. Yeah. What do you call it? Mega baseball? Mega baseball. And everything else is the same? Everything else is the it's same. all the same rules. So everything is scaled up, but you still have runners. So basically, the this trebuchet bat thing is pinch hitting for people. And then you just got to run. But because everything else is bigger, you're really running like an entire football field in between bases. You're running 100 yards. Well, because I guess it gives it time for like the left fielder to load their catapult. That's true. How do we got to throw this thing into the second baseman? How do you catch that? Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait, if you're in the audience, what do you do with a home run boulder? Throw it back. <laughs> How do you not get crushed by it? Everyone gets crushed by it, yeah. Mike. The whole audience is dead. <laughs> You're in a cage. You're in a big cage. That's the those are the arenas. Oh, oh. Like, like Mortal Kombat fans. No, like Rocket League. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Protective barrier kind of thing. This is awesome. This is a great sport, Josh. This is way better than I thought it was going to go. You know who would love this? Who? Yamcha. Before I jump into my thing, Josh, quick question. Why didn't you just ask your best friend, Andres, what to do with your, you know, hair situation? Oh. Um, you didn't want him to know you were balding, did How's you? his hair looking? I Is bet it's thick. Thick? Yeah, me too. Yeah, his hair was pretty thick and luxurious. Yeah. Only a person with thick hair can spot birds. <laughs> Prove me wrong, bird watchers. It's a prereq. <laughs> 
Which one of you is bald? None. Only the amateurs. All they see is pigeons and shit. <laughs> Doesn't uh, David Attenborough not have much hair? Come on, really? But he started out haired. That's true. I started out haired. Not yeah. when you jumped into this field. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with my logic. But uh, so no reason, I guess. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> so while Josh was off adventuring in Costa Rica, I was off adventuring in Egypt. Egypt? Wait, what? Uh, well, I was watching a YouTube video about Egypt. <laughs> oh. E-venturing. <laughs> yeah, I guess e-venturing. Yeah. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Dude, I'm such an e-venturer. You go to Egypt. You go to... I've been everywhere. You've been to Costa Rica. Underwater. Space. Everywhere. Inside a dishwasher, remember? Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, sorry to talk really about that. You can really small. You can get really big. Twice on the record. Yeah, a lot is possible. Like the magic school bus. But YouTube. So there's this great channel. I think it's called B1M Architecture. Okay. High recommend to anyone who likes architecture. Like, if you've ever looked at a building and gone, ooh, just watch this channel at least once. <laughs> okay. Like, it's just it's awesome. I was watching one of their videos. This fucked me up because, like, I think I keep up with world news, but I had no idea. But did you guys know that they're making, like, a new Cairo 45 kilometers east of the current Cairo? Like, a full new city is being built? I did not no. know that. They're just, like, just like right over there. <laughs> is everyone going to move when it's done? No, it's, uh, I don't think it can house all of the current residents of Cairo. I think it'll still remain, like, Cairo and now whatever this other city is. But it's like a sister city. Cairo, too. Yeah, it's like this whole place, uh, it's estimated cost is, I think, at the moment, 58 billion U.S. dollars. It's expected to house 6.5 million people. It's master planned by one architectural firm, and it's going to have 100 neighborhoods. Like, how did I not hear about this? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We, I don't know. And Cairo is big. Like, we see that city in movies. And yeah, it, like, very big. It's in the news. Mm -hmm. It's always in the news. Yeah, it was crazy. I guess there's like a little bit of pushback because it looks like a city for the rich that they're kind of building. Mm. Uh, but holy shit, just based from like an architectural standpoint and that video, it's cool as hell. It's looking cool. <laughs> it's looking damn cool. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but just like right over. I had no hmm. idea. Uh, and I was talking to my dad about this because he just got back from India and so he's adventuring mm -hmm. for real yeah yeah not e-venture on the ground yeah i told him all about this because i was excited and you know when i get excited i tell everyone what i just mm -hmm. learned dad cairo too yeah and we've been to cairo together like he took oh. he and my mom took me and my brother to cairo when we were kids like we saw the fucking pyramids and shit it was awesome yeah that's so cool yeah i know and so he said yeah this is like really similar to what happened in bombay and I'm like, it is? It's like, yeah, like they have to build more. So they basically built this whole second thing. And I'm like, get the hell out of here. Huh. So my instead of is, instead of what's happening in Cairo, what huge thing in the world do you think is happening now that I've mentioned that anything is possible hmm. uh, that you would like to learn about? Hmm. So like anything's on the table. It just has to be like, you know, within the realms of physics. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Let's see where your imaginations take you. Where are we in 2020? We're apparently already in Cairo, too. I feel like an underwater city needs to be on the horizon. Ooh. Isn't that a resort? Does no part of Atlantis feature an underwater stay, or am I making that up? Uh, I know there are underwater hotel rooms, but like you still need to go above ground to leave that hotel and stuff, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right. Serious question. Are there like underwater highways like in Cruise in USA? The Channel. 
Is th- yeah, it's an underwater hi- Dude, highway. Nice. I've been validated, and Josh was just about to make fun of me. John Ol. I wasn't about to make fun of you. I was just going to say that I didn't think that there were any that have like glass around them, so that you can see all the creatures. No, that would be so cool. But that would be sweet if that existed in this. Yeah. If this city existed, mm-hmm. where do you think it would be on the map? Ooh. We're literally describing Atlantis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah, there's like mountains underwater. It'd probably be in the mountains. What do you mean there's mountains underwater? There's mountains underwater. What the hell do you... What? <laughs> like Mariana Trench? <laughs> yeah, but at the top. Wait, so if I'm like standing at like... Oh, shit. Like yeah. It, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is the only way I can think of this, and this just fucking blew my mind, Mike. I've always separated sea and land as such different things. Yeah. If I'm really standing at like the bottom of the ocean, and somehow... You remember when you were a kid and you would take a bath in the bathtub and there was that little yellow stopper? Mm-hmm. So if someone yeah. pulled that out and all the water drained into yeah. the Earth's core somehow and it uh-huh. was fine, I would just be amongst mountains everywhere, wouldn't I? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, everywhere. Holy shit! There would be no sea level. I just figured out where we need to build this. Where? We need to build this. The actual specific location doesn't matter as much as the elevation. Because the elevation, well, yeah, we need Josh. to build. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about a very specific elevation. We should build this at sea level. What? How can you build it at sea level? At sea level, because it gives us one reason to kind of look forward to global warming a little bit. Oh. We're going to build it. It'll be easier to build it when we're building above water because we don't have, like, Tons of construction machines and everything right. that are used to building below. So smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when the polar ice caps melt, this city will become underwater. And yep. uh, yeah. it'll be like the one silver lining to to that disaster. You see, Josh, people like you are the reason that I am not scared of climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Humans have been in much worse situations. Even if our planet explodes, trust me, we'll figure out a way to stick around. <laughs> We're the biggest assholes who ever inhabited this place. We're not going to die. <laughs> I love this idea. Let's do it. And then we just build further and further into the sea. Yeah. 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 As we get better at it. It's like the opposite of living on top of a hill. What you're selling is depth. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. what about, but don't people go crazy underwater? Do they? Do they? <laughs> yeah. You get the bends, don't you, or something? The bends is when you, like, come up too quickly from scuba diving. Well, what, what about Bioshock? In that game, did people have headaches? <sighs> they were true. underwater. Yeah. Was that because they were underwater? Or the- that, that good old documentary Bioshock. Hey, I man, mean, it look- didn't go well. That's our only example. It didn't? Atlantis didn't go well either. This may not be a good idea. I, I thought Atlantis didn't go well because of like oh, wait, yeah, rising got, tides and shit. Yeah, it got sunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was fine, fine before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now we're solving for that. Okay, that's right. Atlantis 2, uh, here to stick around this time. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiring. <laughs> Our last day in Costa Rica was also really nice. We went on this catamaran that uh, kind of toured through a bunch of places. I sent you a video uh, of the the view. We saw some dolphins. We saw sunset out on the water. It was beautiful. And then we came back to the hotel, 
And since it was our last night, we went to the hotel restaurant to get some dessert. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, I, cool, I, dude. You know, you are the oddest little <laughs> storyteller, Josh. Yeah. And this dessert was the coolest fucking dessert I've ever seen. It was banana flambe. <laughs> banana flambe. Banana flambe. Wait, wouldn't the banana just melt under the so, heat? The intense I, heat of the flam? Or do I not know what this is? <laughs> I don't know exactly what's going on here. The banana itself is not set on fire. They oh, cook this banana in a really cool way, and they put some ice cream in it, and it's like kind of grilled in or whatever. The but then <laughs> what? they mix. Yeah, Mike, they put ice cream right in the banana. And then they grill it? Banana injected well, with no, ice cream. No, they, they grill the banana and then put the ice cream on top. Ah, I um, would like a then, banana that's Twinkie injected with ice cream. Mm, that would be cool. You heard me. <laughs> the only but, problem is I'd have to create an injection service that was curved. Hey, I think <laughs> they do that. Uh, but uh, the... Uh, hang on. Lost your train of thought, have you? Has my idea blown your mind? I thought it what you ate bit. was the craziest dessert of all time. I've come up with something else. Mike, but, you want so, a chocolate banana? The part. <laughs> it's ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> the flambe part is a bunch of alcohol that's mixed together, set on fire, and then kind of like poured on top. So like the flame kind of like flames out immediately. But the restaurant was so excited. We told the guy that we wanted to do it. He got the biggest grin on his face. Shout out to Alan. He was the coolest waiter ever. And he like Alan. Alan. <laughs> yeah, Alan. Shout shout out Alan. Yeah, but what if, how does Andres feel about this? He's not a server at a restaurant he's probably he's not cool a with jealous it. uh friend what do you mean of course he is he could have two friends i don't know it seems like andres was kind of lonely and then josh came along and all of a sudden they were hanging out at night as well and then alan fucking shows up with dessert in his hands <laughs> dessert in his hands and they turned off the lights in the restaurant so the flame would uh you know be brighter and everything and they changed the music to that like hey mr taliban telling me bananas Daylight coming, you want to go home? Like that banana boat song or whatever. They played that in the entire restaurant while this was happening. Was anyone else there? Was this like an 800-pound <laughs> dessert? Why are they making such a big deal about this? No, I don't. Well, so it's they didn't have a dessert menu. We said, like, what are your desserts? And we had read something about this banana flambe, and they said a few other things. And Kendra was like, oh, we read online that there's banana flambe. And Alan, like, his ears perk up, and he turns around. He's not even the guy telling us what the desserts are. And he's like, oh, oh, you want a show? And we're like, yeah, we do. And then he, he got involved, and it was great. And so what anyway, this is the coolest dessert I'd ever seen because it was like a show and a food. So really quick, instead of to close out the show, give me something similar, even more spectacular, visually and on the taste buds. I believe you have already been served by me. You, uh, will, <laughs> you will respect the dessert I have built. So exact will... same presentation, just you've injected some ice cream into the banana. Just because the idea is now two minutes old, don't treat it like it's a hundred years old. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Unfucking believable. You impress him then. You um, impress him with bananas. Uh, okay. Doesn't have to be bananas. Yes, Here it does. Dessert. It has to be bananas. Here it is. Here it is. We have at my restaurant uh, when you order the banana supreme. Uh huh. Uh, what happens is uh, you have to, st we, we stand up, everybody stands up in the <laughs> restaurant. Uh, Including we, all the patrons? Mm -hmm, we walk you up to the front and you sit in the big throne. What music <laughs> is playing? Uh, it's like um, 
what do they play at like British royal stuff? Like here comes the queen or whatever. <laughs> here comes the queen. <laughs> yeah. There uh, she is. <laughs> we're playing that. Bananas. You sing in it actually. Hand. Yeah. You're there, you're singing. What uh, will she do now? I come out, I have guess what? Bananas. A crown made of bananas. Fuck. It's oh, huge. Fuck. It's beautiful. It's ornate. I've carved stuff into each individual banana. What? With, I, specific to you who ordered it. Yeah, but I bet it's all like, like browned out and gross now. No, it's great. We spray it with <laughs> so much preservatives. Uh, this I, crown of I, bananas. I coronate you, uh, King Chiquita. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you say, be seated. And everyone sits down. Uh, this sounds like the origin story for King K. Rule, who went on to steal all of Donkey Kong's bananas. <laughs> I hope you're happy, Mike. You've created a dictator. That's a great idea. It happened already. <laughs> yes, okay. You empty no, everyone's no, we're, we're, pockets. We have to stop. We have to stop. 